raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Thursday, May 4th. Happy National Star Wars Day. It is six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We start off the show talking about the Bidens, both of them, Joe and Hunter. The House Oversight and Accountability Chairman James Comer and also Senator Chuck Grassley say that there is a whistleblower who has provided information about an alleged scheme. The alleged scheme involves your president, Joe Biden, in which he took alleged bribes in exchange for policy changes. Joe Biden used his office to enrich himself, allegedly. No way. That's the word. That's about the last person I thought we'd start our show hearing that about. (laughs) Okay, so these two guys, they sent a letter, a strongly worded letter, to the (laughs) FBI saying, turn it over. We want the information. There's this document that currently is not classified. They're both afraid that at some point the White House might classify it, yes. uh, making it hard for them to get their hands on it. I, I, If you would have put me in a time machine, like let's say even five years ago, I would have not believed you if you had said there will, within the next five years, be an administration in this country that was more corrupt and underhanded than the Clintons. But I think when you look at the collective of Joe Biden and the numerous allegations of shady business dealings, his kids' business dealings, his kid implicating Biden in the business dealings, the numerous meetings now that clearly took place that were organized by Hunter Biden, what appears to be on multiple cases, vote for sale, I think he may be the winner. I think Joe Biden may have finally surpassed the Clintons in terms of corruption. Now, I don't know if uh, Biden has the alleged body count that the Clintons have. I mean, I don't think nearly as many people have conveniently turned up dead that have crossed the crossed the Bidens as the Clintons. May just be that Biden's too stupid to figure out how to make that happen. But in terms of just blatant corruption... Wow. Wow. Okay, so this is the FD 1023. It's an FBI record. And uh, they You know, say, the, old, the old FD 1023. You know that, yeah, Casey. Yeah, sure. It's the TK421B of 549. <laughs> and it, it has been alleged that the document includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed as well as its purpose. So do you think they'll turn it over is a strongly worded letter good enough well it is fascinating right on how um republicans and democrats play different because the democrats impeached trump not once but twice once for calling a foreign leader and the second time for telling people to go home that was the democrat standard a phone call to a foreign leader asking him to get information on the very corruption, the very corruption, Casey, that has played out day in and day out in the Biden administration. 
Trump asked, hey, can you get some information on that? Because that's kind of a big deal. He was impeached for that. And then he was impeached for telling people to go home. But with the Republicans, you have it handed to you on a silver platter, and they just send sternly worded letters. Mm -hmm. So they have until noon on May 10th to produce any relevant... Or what? <laughs> well, right. Or what? And that's exactly what they're saying right now. Or what? Okay, well, this is an opportunity for the FBI to gain the trust back of the American people and be transparent. My question, what was the policy change? He was allegedly offered money to make a policy change. What was the policy? Well, and again... There are now multiple provable, proven, not provable, they have been proven instances in which Hunter Biden arranged for people he was doing business with to meet with Joe Biden, including the most recent one that came out that appears to have happened in the White House itself. Right under Barack Obama's nose. Right, absolutely. And we are led to believe by Biden, I have no idea what my kid does. Right. Which is, I, I mean, that's completely ridiculous, of course. Well, I don't I know. Am, it is Joe Biden. Well, <laughs> he really doesn't know. Well, okay. Now he may not know. <laughs> 10 years ago, he 11 years ago, he certainly knew because he was making money off mm -hmm. of it. Well, let's talk about Hunter Biden and what's going on with him. He's mired in his own pool of trouble, yeah. uh -huh. right? Yeah. His, I know what words you wanted to use. Yeah, his, uh -huh. his child support battle with this Arkansas woman who's the mother of his loved child. Uh, they're trying to get that information. So there's some deadlines coming up. There's the discovery deadline, which is May 12th. There's this deposition that's going to happen on May 22nd. There's an in-person hearing that is scheduled to happen on May 23rd. More depositions in June. And then a bench trial is scheduled to occur at a local courthouse in Batesville, Alabama, on July 24th and 25th. And it's really kind of morphed into this proxy war of sorts because this London woman, London Roberts... Yes, the She's, baby mama. The baby mama. She is not backing down, and magically, she's getting a lot of support from Republicans. Well, okay, so discovery is very interesting because you can ask just about anything if you can get a judge to deem it even remotely relevant to the conversation. Mm -hmm. The civil litigation is often different than um, criminal Depo, you know, uh, deposition, criminal hearings in the sense of there's a wide swath of areas you can go. And in this case, and you can't also hide behind, uh, I have the right against self-incrimination, which you can. Obviously, you don't have to testify in a, in a criminal trial. And so one of the things that they should be able to get access to that I've, I'm going to be fascinated by, who are the people who bought Hunter Biden's art? Well, sure. She wants to know that as well. We all want to know that. Who are the people? Who are they? How much did they pay? Who paid $500,000 a piece <laughs> for this guy's art? Uh -huh. I mean, there's a litany of things and these financial records yep. that could be a treasure trove of glorious information. Well, a lot of it, the financial records, the same documents and materials that the House GOP lawmakers are trying to get their hands on. So it could be this four-year-old girl that the Bidens won't even acknowledge walks away as the hero.
Yeah. Now, the other interesting side of this is this guy, David Weiss, uh, who is a U.S. attorney in Delaware. They believe he could be getting very close to what sort of, if any, criminal charges he is going to seek against Hunter Biden. And Mike, you're talking about the tax problems and the gun. Yes. So these things are going on at the same time. Yeah. And I have, look, I'm sure because there are two Americas, there are one for us and then one for the rich and the powerful people that they'll figure out a way to get him out of this. But I'm going to be fascinated how a guy who is using drugs on his own computer Mm -hmm. and put on his form, his gun form, I do not take drugs, is going to get out of that. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, he said, she said. There's pictures. It's on film. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Joe Biden really hasn't been seen for the past couple of days. And Hunter apparently living at the White House. Yes. So they're on hardcore <laughs> lockdown right now. There's a lot of stuff coming at them. But think about think about what we just laid out for you here in the first nine minutes of the show. But the Republicans aren't going to do anything to Joe Biden. It's already basically been taken off the table that they will not impeach him. McCarthy has basically already said that. And yet Trump was in, in, impeached. The first time for asking a foreign leader to get him information on this very thing that the Republicans are now investigating and telling people to go home. Mm -hmm. The Democrats play by a different set of rules than the Republicans. That's why they win more often than not. It is 16 minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I love this John Kennedy roasting the energy secretary. He asked him a question and gosh darn it, he just does not want to answer. It's everything that that you think it would be and it's coming up from 93 WIBC raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the grandma McFlurry today Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. and participate in McDonald's for a limited time life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Guess what? We have somebody who threw their hat in the ring to run for governor. Oh, somebody else. That's great. So you got three on the Republican side. You got Rainwater, the Libertarian. And who else? Jennifer McCormick. Oh. Former Indiana superintendent yes. of public instruction. She announced she's going to run for governor. She pledged to be a voice for Hoosiers by restoring back common sense and ending what she calls the divisive politics oh. of the supermajority in the state sure house. she did. So Jennifer McCormick, she's running as a Democrat. And uh, this is the greatest thing in the history of ever because Jennifer McCormick exists solely because of Eric Holcomb and Kyle Hupfer who at the Republican convention in 2016 went all in to defeat a rock-solid conservative who was also running for the superintendent post and through their full endorsement, full-throated, full-weighted endorsement behind 
Jennifer McCormick. Mm-hmm. So Eric Holcomb and Kyle Hupfer, the sitting supposed Republican governor of the state of Indiana and the Republican Party chairman, endorsed and allowed a woman to win the superintendent post as a Republican who will now be the Democrat nominee for governor in 2024. Yeah. That is your modern Republican Party. If you were to sum up one example of who Holcomb and Hupfer and the modern Indiana Republican Party are, it would be Jennifer McCormick, a person who is so liberal that she is now going to be the Democrat nominee for governor in 2024. She said she's running for governor because our political leaders have lost sight of the challenges they were elected to solve. They're defunding and politicizing our schools, burdening us with the nation's highest gas tax, taking our rights away, and standing by as we pay the highest health care costs in the nation. Isn't it interesting, though? She has all these terrible things to say about Holcomb, which, good on her, you know. Welcome to the party, pal. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have her in and we can just have a Holcomb vent session sometime (laughs) soon. But yet she had no problem taking these people's endorsement and support when she was running for public office. Eric Holcomb and Kyle Hupfer have always been the same people. The things she professes to be upset about, that's who they've always been. They've always been big government, big spenders. Of course, she is too. It's not like she's really concerned about the taxes. But this is who the Republican Party is. When we tell you, when people go, well, we can't have a Democrat in there. Why not? She was a Democrat. She, Jennifer McCormick, was a Democrat who the Republican, who would become the Republican governor and the leader of the Indiana Republican Party through their whole weight behind in order to elect as superintendent of education in 2016. And they defeated a rock solid conservative at said convention in the process. There is no difference. Wake up, people. This is the sort of Republican, air quote, that Holcomb and Hupfer want. These are the people they put in office. A person who is now going to be the Democrat nominee for governor in 2024. Do you know how she says that we can move our state forward? How? By fighting for our public schools. Well, of course, right? And isn't it interesting that no matter how much money, so we have record money going to public schools, uh, $44 billion budget over half of it goes to K- public K through 12 so that's public school math 22 23 billion it's not enough record property taxes over half of that going to public schools not enough it never ends stop appeasing these people because it's never going to be enough we have some more trending stories that we're going to have to get to later because i want to move on to this john kennedy roast of the deputy energy secretary he was you know they're asking for so much money yes 50 so trillion. much money and 50 trillion. yeah john kennedy just wants to know okay if we give you all this money is it going to lower the carbon footprint of this country? Which it should be a pretty clear-cut answer. Right. You think, okay, we need this money to do this, and then this is the result. Right. But do you think that's the answer we got? No, probably not. No, it's not. Percent of global emissions Yeah, but if right you could now. answer my question, if we spend $50 trillion to become carbon neutral in the United States of America by 2050, you're the Deputy Secretary of Energy, 
Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together and reducing all of those climate benefits. We're seeing. Let me ask again. Maybe I'm being. Right now. Maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how? How much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, is it going to reduce so world we're temperatures? So we're 13% of global emissions. You don't right know, now. do you? You don't know, do you? You can do the math. We need to. You don't know, do you, Mr. Secretary? So we're 13% of if global emissions. If you know, why won't you we tell went, me? If we went to zero, that would be 13%. You don't know, do you? You just want us to spend $50 trillion. And you don't have the slightest idea whether it's going to reduce world temperatures. <laughs> Do you get the feeling that they don't even know what they're advocating for half the time? Okay, he says... Half the time? <laughs> most of the You're time? You're being very generous, Casey. I'm in a good mood today. Uh, okay, so if we get rid of the 13% of the carbon emissions, what about the remaining 87%? Who's that on? Well, and, and you just hit the nail on the head, and that's why this is such a scam. Even if we did everything, even if we t- had no emissions whatsoever, well, what about China? Right. What about India? Mm-hmm. What about all these other, what do they call them, emerging nations? They're not in on any of this. It's always us that has to suffer. It's just like Ukraine. We'll get into that a little bit later. It's always us that has to pay the money. It's always us, you know, in other wars that has to provide the troops. It's always the United States that has to give and give and give and give. What about these people? Nope. Don't worry about that. Well, the deputy energy secretary was saying that the United States has to lead the way. If we don't start first, nobody else will. Um, And that's always what they say that it's our obligation to be a leader in the world, but amazingly, they don't want American exceptionalism. They don't want American dominance. They just want American money Mm -hmm. to be leading for other nations in the world because taking your money is control over you. That's what this is about, being able to tell you what to do. And there it is. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up next, we're going to speak with Kristen Ferklick. Yes, she is, of course, our lady on the spot out there in Brownsburg. She has been trying so hard to get information in regards to this alleged abuse uh, that took place with the special needs student. She continues to get totally stymied by the Brownsburg Police uh, Department attorney. And so we're going to do a deep dive on this. What's going on? Why are they blocking access to information? What is there something they're trying to hide? What possible reason could there be to deny the public information when there have already been charges filed in the case? It's up next with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here at Casey. It remains very hard to get any information regarding this very high-profile allegation of abuse of a special needs student in the Brownsburg Community School Corporation. Yeah, the family of the student has hired a lawyer. The lawyer is asking anybody who has more information to contact them. But we have a lady. Yes, we've got, well, normally we say we have a guy. I know, so I had to change it. We got a gal. Yeah, and uh, full disclosure, I did talk last night with Catherine Michael. She is the uh, attorney for the family. Mm -hmm. I think maybe next 
next week or the week after, she's going to come on the show and talk about uh, what's going on. Great. So we'll hope to get that. But in the meantime, let's head over to the drivehubler.com hotline, uh, joined by our good friend Kristen Furklick. She has been, uh, she's a resident of Brownsburg, has been trying her best uh, via public records request to get information from the Brownsburg Police Department regarding this police report about the alleged abuse. She continues to get stonewalled, those uh, public records requests denied. Kristen, how are you? Um, I'm doing great. Um, I wish I was having more success at getting some information um, about this incident, but um, I am not. So you sent, we had you on last week, you had sent just a basic request saying, hey, I'd like the police report. Obviously, charges have been filed. We'd like to know why those charges were filed. And the police department attorney told you to kick rocks. You sent another one, because now it's all in my case, which is the, the tracking system that anyone can can uh, see what's going on. And they said the same thing. Absolutely. He um, sent me um, an a carbon copy of the initial denial, um, you know, saying the, the same thing, same code, same everything. Now, I reached out to a member of the police commission in Brownsburg about this, and he told me it was being denied on the basis of it not being a closed case and still active investigative pieces and parts. What in the world does that mean? They've already charged the people. Uh, that's, that is an interesting take because, um, yes, as you said, the um, all five cases appear in my case. Um, I don't know what he's talking about because um, a case, uh, is, when the police have completed their investigation, that is when a case is then presented to the prosecutor's office. Then the investigation is reviewed to be de- to be determined if charges will be filed. Yeah, so, and, and, yeah, Kristen Ferklick is our guest. We're talking about the inability to get any information from the Brownsburg Police Department regarding uh, the, their work, which led to multiple arrests and this uh, alleged abuse of a special needs student at Brown Elementary, wh- which you make a great point, so, Kristen, which is, they, it's in my case. They fi- they filed the charges. Are we led to believe if, if it's an, inve- an active investigation that there could be more people involved? Uh, that is a great question. Um, I, the, these particular cases that I am I'm requesting the incident report on um, specifically indicate um, in the in uh, the in my case that the court records are open. So I. I I don't know. Is he referring to something else? I don't know. Well, and so this is the point on all this, Casey, is that there's a total lack of transparency going on. You've got hundreds of parents who have kids in Brown Elementary. You've got thousands of parents who have kids in the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, Casey, and they have no idea what's going on. Absolutely none. Kristen, I could be wrong, but I'm seeing reports and rumblings that this is not the first incident in Brownsburg. Are you aware of any other situations similar to this? Um, are you asking about incidents with with special education or just incidents with transparency? Well, <laughs> yeah, either one, I guess. Um, just uh, uh, questionable uh, relationships with students. Um, there have been. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes. Yes, there have been lots of, um, you could say, questionable incidents, and, and there has been an ongoing history with getting access to information. Um, there has been a history of them stonewalling parents. Um, getting information out of this administration is incredibly difficult. Uh, so, yes, I, and I can support that. Yes, she's 100% right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that is 100% right. It is like pulling teeth to try to get information from the Brownsburg Community School Corporation. Do you feel like this is a situation where the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing? Based on what Rob has said and based on who you've talked to? Um, I feel like we have a situation where there is a there is a fundamental uh, there's a fundamental disrespect of parents and the community going on um, and a fundamental disrespect of public access law and open door law. If we want to go into that. Um, it, Without information, citizens are um, at a at a distinct disadvantage to know what their government is doing across all. You know, I mean, we're talking about the police department here, um, and it's not about any one local law enforcement agency. It's about how we want our government to work, um, where the ultimate power lies with the citizens. Um, information is currency. Um, we are as citizens are are, are owed that. Uh, Kristen Ferklick is our guest. We're talking about her quest. It's a quest now to get information uh, regarding this alleged abuse that took place uh, at Brown Elementary of a special needs student. The police department attorney again denying her request for information. I think the biggest question here, Kristen, and uh, look, by the way, everybody should go to the Brownsburg uh, school board meeting Monday night. Uh, what is it? 630 uh, in, mm-hmm. in Brownsburg, 310 Stadium Drive, the address there. Show up and ask these questions. How is it possible? possible, Kristen, that the superintendent, Jim Snap, who rules that place with an iron fist, nobody breathes without him knowing about it. This could have happened, and it took two months for him allegedly to become aware of it. How is that even possible? That is an excellent question, um, I, I, especially with this occurring in a public area, an open area, a lunchroom where... Um, you would assume that multiple people, not just five people, would have been witnesses. Yeah. All right. Before we let you go, the Brownsburg uh, School Corporation has turned off their mm-hmm. their comments yeah. on their uh, Twitter <laughs> account. Uh, I know that uh, that was of great interest to you, as it was me. Uh, yes. Um, they have a history of um, some shenanigans with uh, the Twitter accounts. Um, they have multiple Twitter accounts uh, in the school system. Um, specifically, I've dealt with um, Jim Snap's Twitter account. He at one time blocked me on his Twitter account, and it required um, some legal intervention to get that taken care of. So I don't know if it's going to require some um, uh, legal pressure again to get them to behave um, uh, correctly. Um, I guess that remains to be seen, but this is not a new thing.
Well, we appreciate you and all the work you're doing on this because the the public deserves to know the truth. And that's what I, I told the attorney for this uh, child and the family last night is that the, tr- the, the truth deserves to come out. That kid deserves justice and the public deserves to know the truth. Who knew what when? Because mm-hmm. right now, the way the police department's behaving, the police t- attorney at least is behaving, uh, of not uh, releasing information, going out of their way to not release information, and the idea that we are supposed to believe, I mean, that the superintendent who rules that place with an iron fist didn't know about this for two months. If that's the case, and he has such lax oversight over that school corporation, he should be fired immediately. I couldn't agree more. And when we have the police department attorney uh, carbon copying the Brownsburg school attorney, we have some very big problems. Kristen Ferklick, you are the best. Thank you, my friend. All righty. Thank you so much. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's 944. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Did you hear that there was an alleged assassination attempt against Vladimir Putin? That's the word on the street. Yep. No, that came from Russia, so I'm not sure how trustworthy the Russians are. And I know I'm really going out on a limb there by saying that we may have some questions about the uh, validity of any claim made by Russia, but that is what they're going with. Yep, they're saying it happened by Ukraine, and of course, Kiev is denying it. And uh, Anthony Blinken says that he's taking this with a large shaker of salt. Uh-huh, sure, of course. <laughs> Which he, means he he's not really thinking it's true. Well, isn't it interesting, right, that, that Russia obviously is... Uh, is portrayed as the aggressor they're portrayed as the bad guy and that is in all likelihood probably true however i continue to be flabbergasted at our unwavering and undying commitment at great harm to our own country based on the fact that we have cost our citizens untold amounts of money via cutting off energy relationships with Russia. And then on top of that, the billions upon billions of taxpayer printed dollars that have been shipped to a country that we have no obligation to defend or support. And it is not like, wow, Russia is really bullying around Great Britain. Mm -hmm. They're really bullying around France. It's not some country that we have long stable relationship with they're not a longtime friend this is, yeah this is not a storied ally i don't trust them right now yeah and we're supposedly about to default on our own debts 
yet we're still just sending pallets of cash over to Ukraine. There is nothing Ukraine has done that would warrant me spending my printed money indefinitely. I mean, it'd have been one thing if they would have come out and said, okay, we're investing a billion dollars and this conflict, it will help them do A, B, and C, which will end the conflict within three weeks. Okay, reasonable people could have that conversation versus, you know, how much is it worth to teach Russia a lesson, whatever. But this thing is no closer. This is every U.S. conflict ever post-World War II. We have been at it for a year and a half now, and it's no closer to being done than when we started, mm-hmm. and all we are is out a gajillion dollars. What's the end game here? Right. They what? never answer that. Never. And officials instead, they're saying that this attack could be a pretext created by the Kremlin to escalate the war. But do we even know it really happened? I mean, they could just be saying, oh, there was an attack on the Kremlin. I mean, look, this is probably an unpopular thing to say, but I'll say it out loud. And I'm not saying it should be the official U.S. policy, but there's a compelling case that just letting Russia do whatever it wanted to do probably long term would have been better for the U.S., rather than where we're at right now. I'm talking for the U.S. citizen. I'm talking about putting the U.S. citizen first. I said this years ago. We have a vested interest. We should. Let me rephrase that. We should have a vested interest in having some form of cooperation with Russia. Because the one thing Russia figures out is that terrorism is bad because Russia figures out, hey, they'll terrorize us too. So there should be, and at different times in the last 20, 25 years, there has been various levels of cooperation between the Russian and United States government, and that has benefited both countries based on being able to stamp out, identify, prohibit mutual enemies from being able to flourish, thrive, enact terrorism, whatever. But now all we have is a gajillion dollars in some country that really to me doesn't even prove they like us, Mm -hmm. has a huge track record of not liking us and and siding with people who certainly don't like us. And now we've just alienated Russia and we've driven up the price of energy because Russia's gone and given it to someone else. Well, we put all those sanctions on them, Rob, and those were... Wildly successful. Our country would be far better off. And again, I I am not, unless you say we're going to be, the the honest assessment here is unless you say we're going to be the world's policeman. Now, if that is your official stance, okay, you and I can have a debate on this. But unless you're going to say that we are going to be the world's policeman who's going to intervene anytime any country has a conflict with another country across the globe where we feel one country is being an unfair aggressor, then we have no business being involved in this. The best thing for America from an American perspective would have said, we are always the people who pay. We are always the people who pay indefinitely. We are always the people who are always, always, always involved. We're not even close to you people. We actually have a financial and energy security interest in not alienating the Russians. So, hey, Germany, hey, France, Hey, 
every other country over there that's much closer to Ukraine than us. Step up. Y'all can deal with this one for once, and we're going to stay out of it. But we never stay out of it. We never, ever, 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 ever stay out of it. And you know who gets screwed? Us. The American people. Right. Okay, so McCarthy, you know, you know, you remember this guy. He's the one who, he was invited to Ukraine and said, no, yeah. not going. Yes. Because they don't get a blank check. They don't, they just don't get all the money they want. Right. Oh, except for now we're sending more money to Ukraine. Yes. So Kevin McCarthy, as we talked about, he was very, when he was running to be speaker and the Republicans were running, he was saying the same things that we were saying, which is there's no accounting for this money. Mm -hmm. We have no idea what we've gotten for this money. Uh, We shouldn't be spending them, sending them endless money in case he did. I, or did I not sit here when he was saying that? Oh, what did I tell you? (laughs) What did I tell you? You said it, it, he, it's going to happen. Yes. Once he gets what he wants, mm-hmm. he will do what his uh, masters and power brokers tell him to do, which is you will continue to send this endless supply of money to Ukraine. Why? Because it props up the military industrial complex mm-hmm. who does what? They fund campaigns. Yeah. That's And it, it enriches rich, already very rich and powerful people. That's the way our government operates. And gosh darn it, Casey, and you know, my least favorite part. Is when you're right. Of this show is when I have to come on and be right. Yeah. But that's who our politicians are. And if you doubt us, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday said uh, more money heading to the Ukraine. And we just we're about to announce uh, another uh, another uh, critical security assistance uh, to to Ukraine. I think that shows our commitment, uh, and we have been very clear that we will support uh, Ukraine as they defend their country uh, against Russia's uh, invasion, and they will and that will continue. That will not stop. Uh, and again, we're we're announcing a security assistance. I think that shows uh, how uh, how much we are committed uh, to them fighting for their freedom, fighting the Ukrainian people fighting for their democracy. Uh, And so we've been very clear in not just security assistance and humanitarian aid and economic aid, and that will continue from here. Not not one more penny should go to that country until there is an audit of where every dollar has gone, how it's been spent, what it's been spent on, what we as a country have gotten in return for our money, and when the money is going to stop, mm. when are we done? Not one more dollar should go until the, until those things are answered. Exactly how much does critical security assistance cost? She didn't say. Well, what does that even mean, critical security assistance? Other than making American companies who, who produce the weapons that they're going to use rich, why can't France or, or Germany send critical security assistance yeah why is it always us we have a debt ceiling crisis but let's send more money over there it's 953 it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc an indiana councilman who was born a (laughs) caucasian male recently came out as a lesbian woman of color right he's pushed back on calls for him to resign yes This is in Delaware County. His name is Ryan Webb. Yes, and so we're going to play you a little piece of audio of a lady at this council meeting the other night who she's not upset about taxes, infrastructure, water and sewer rates, uh, none of that. That didn't get her to the council meeting. But some guy who is clearly just trolling people, not harming anyone on social media, saying that he identifies as a lesbian woman of color. That's, That's what houses this woman outraged. Hi there. Um, 
Uh, first of all, I cannot believe that I had to take time out of my day today to attempt to teach a grown man how to behave appropriately. Ethics, as defined, are moral principles that govern a person's behavior or conducting of an activity. Brian Webb's lack of professionalism is outstanding and absolutely unethical. I've worked for the past 21 years, many people here, work your whole life, you know. Um, and as we all know, jobs require a certain amount of integrity to be exercised. In none of my jobs in the last 21 years, and that is many, many jobs, would I have been permitted to mock and disrespect my customers. If I did, I would be fired. We are your customers, the people. You are a public official. This Mr. Is, Webb's comments at that's fine. to and This is what has this lady upset. She goes on and on and on and on. She goes on and points at all the council members and said that they should all be fired. The daily abuses of government and how much they steal from you and how they limit what you can do. Nothing for her. But some guy saying he's a lesbian woman of color and that in no way impacts her. Well, that's what has her over the edge. I don't know if it's true, but from now on, Rob, Kendall and Casey, we're going to identify as the number one show in all of Indiana. It's 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.